Hey guys, recently I actually took a course that was a kidnapping survival course. And a lot of people ask me, why would you want to take a kidnapping survival course? And it was called Urban Escape Innovation. Why would you want to take a kidnapping survival course? And my answer is, well, of course, to learn how to survive a kidnapping, but more importantly, learn the mindset behind surviving a kidnapping. So as anybody can imagine, a kidnapping and interrogation and torture can be extremely stressful on the body. And there's ways to manage it because people do this, unfortunately, all the time. They get kidnapped, they get tortured, and they survive it because they know a few little things on how to manage the stress in those situations. And if you can learn how to survive a kidnapping or torture or interrogation, you can learn how to manage stress in your life. You can learn how to manage stress in your business with your employees, with your loved ones. If I take a kidnapping survival course and I learn one little thing that helps me have a better conversation with somebody that I love, then that was absolutely 100% worth it. But one of the really cool things we learned in this course and this is the exact same course that's taught to Navy SEALs, FBI agents, CIA, and law enforcement all across the country. And we talked about the body's reaction to stress. And I thought it was really interesting because I study this stuff a lot, but I had never heard this type of system before. And what they talk about with um, special ops, FBI, and CIA is that your body has four different reaction stages to stress or distress. Let's be clear about that. Distress, negative stress. Um, you have a white zone, a yellow zone, a red zone, a gray zone, and a black zone. In the white zone, you're going to have a heart rate of about 80 beats per minute. And then in the yellow zone, it bumps up to about 100 and then the red zone moves to about 120 to 140 beats per minute, almost up to 160 actually. The gray zone's 160 to 180, and the black zone is 180 up to 220 and higher. So extremely rapid heart rates at those higher levels. So let's start with the white zone. The white zone, your resting heart rate, 60 to 80 beats per minute. Basically, no stress. Everything's okay. That's the white zone. Uh, Pre-combat zone, or yellow zone as it's known, is getting ready to fight. So if you've ever had your fight or flight or freeze sense triggered in your body, which we all have, all senses start to tone in to what is happening. You become very aware and you have very good cognitive analysis actually at this point. This is the yellow zone. And if you can imagine a soldier uh, who is just getting ready to fight, how focused they are on their target or their enemy. If you can imagine a, maybe an MMA fighter, how focused they are, or boxer, how focused they are on their opponent. If you can imagine a football team going into the Super Bowl, right? Or a soccer team going into the World Cup, how focused they are on the game. So that's generally the yellow zone. Now next we have the red zone, which was 120 to about 150 or so beats per minute heart rate. And that's what they call the combat zone. In a combat zone, you have maximum physical response, but also slowing cognitive responses and slowing awareness. So combat zone, obviously fighting zone. 
um, the outer cortex of your brain in the zone starts to restrict and cognitive analysis is actually limited. So during red zone or combat zone, you're not figuring out mathematical equations, right? You're focused on <laughs> what is trying to kill you in that moment and what is stressing you out. Up next, we have the gray zone. And the gray zone is a dangerous zone. So once you move past combat zone to gray zone, extremely high stress, 150 to 180 beats per minute. Your cognitive motor skills are deteriorized at this point. Your cognitive skills are greatly reduced. Your reaction time is greatly reduced. And you have pretty much tunnel vision. So at the kidnapping survival course, the trainer told us this story about two people in an elevator. And they, when they got into the elevator, they got into an argument and they were both armed and they started shooting at each other. So you imagine an elevator, what's six feet by six feet or something like that, extremely small space. And you would think if they're shooting at one another with handguns, it's going to be easy for them to, to hit each other. But what happens is they're probably in the gray zone. Heart rates are extremely high at this moment. And they shot the entire full magazine wrestling, going back and forth at one another in an elevator. And neither of them hit the other person. So maybe it's eight, maybe it's 12, maybe it's 15 bullets going, doo -doo 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 -doo, right? And neither of them hit the other person. This is because their cognitive abilities are greatly reduced in this gray zone and they're in some sort of tunnel vision. They can't focus on anything else but shooting and fighting and surviving. At the most a human can spend in this gray zone or the next zone, black zone, is about three hours. After that, the person starts to go into shock or they die and they need to really reduce their breathing and get back into the red zone, yellow zone, and, and back to the white zone to manage their health. At the most, a special forces person can spend three hours in the gray in the black zone. And then you move into the black zone. So the black zone is 180 beats per minute and higher. And at this point, there's no fight or fleet. There's just freeze. That's all you can do in the black zone. Pretty much at this point in the black zone, almost all motor skills are deteriorized. You have submissive behavior because you, there's really nothing else you can do. And a lot of times this is where you're peeing your pants or pooping your pants because you have no control. A lot of times even over that autonomic nervous system. So your body is just trying to survive. If your heart rate goes above 220, you go into shock. And here, a lot of us probably have never been at this stage of stress and you can pretty much do nothing. So when we understand how our body is reacting to stress in these different levels, we get to understand how we can manage it. And in the course, we actually got waterboarded, we got hooded, we had duct tape around the pillowcase around our necks, we got handcuffed behind the back, and we were duct taped around our legs. And then there were people that come in to simulate a torturing type of experience where we were shocked with stun guns, and also we, there was these whips that whipped us. And you can imagine as soon as that starts to happen, your heart rate starts to go up. And when the heart rate starts to go up, blood starts moving faster, your body heat, your body temperature starts to increase, and the temperature makes you start to sweat and feel nervous. Um, this is when the adrenaline and cortisol start to come into your body, it makes you shake, and it's really hard to manage the stress. So one of the things they taught us was block breathing. Block breathing is a practice of 
breathing in for four seconds, holding for four seconds, exhaling for four seconds, and then holding again for four seconds, inhaling for four seconds, hold four seconds, exhale four seconds, hold four seconds. That's actually something that I've talked a lot about in managing performance optimization as an entrepreneur. When you're working away and you feel stress and tension or you're in a difficult conversation or you're feeling some sort of anger around something that's happening, practice that block breathing. It really helps you manage these stress levels. It's the exact same thing happening, a little bit different because it's not physical activity, but you're going through your email and an email pops up that activates your amygdala reptile part of the brain and then it increases the adrenaline and the heart rate in your body and you start to feel more stress. So remember block breathing, it's really important and I'm going to leave you guys with that. If you like what you're hearing and want to make sure you don't miss any of these tips, please subscribe, leave us a review and share with your friends. We'll see you on the next episode.